Welcome back to Left on Red, presented by Go Loud with me, Julie Haynes. And me, Brenda Dinahy. Oh, we're laughing. The crack. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting on? What's the story? Good. I actually travelled up to Dublin yesterday, and so this morning, so it was a lovely treat this morning, lying in bed late enough. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I brought up the um, the twins yesterday. We went to see Shrek. Nice, good. Yeah, it was good crack. It was in um, the board gosh theatre. So yeah, it was lovely. But I was thinking, sitting there, I was like, even fucking Shrek can get a woman. Oh yeah. <laughs> Two Mauling, Ma- What's the one's name again? Fiona. Marling Fiona. <laughs> Marling Fiona. I know we can get anyone. Well, I can get off him now. Fellas. Yeah, I can get off him, yeah. Yeah, same. yeah I'm done. Same. Maybe what? until next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kind of um, two old flames there. I'm messing around. Not messing around, I'm texting. Oh, yeah. But you know, they're just, you know, when back in Ireland, know, the next few weeks, I was like, you know, he might be around. See you there, boy. You know what I mean? That yeah, kind of thing. Because we're actually sharing a hotel in about two or three weeks. Yes, we <laughs> are. Friend said, will I be sharing a room with you? And I was like, I don't know if the company are just going to like give us two rooms or what. And she was like, I'm going to message them, make sure. Emailing your man, can I make sure I'm not in a room with Julie? Because she snores. I do not snore. <laughs> Your one is just scared in case she gets lucky. No, what I said was, I actually said it in a really nice way. I was like, look, I don't want to be replying in front of everyone else in the email thread, but I believe that Julie is a snorer and she doesn't want to upset me and she's afraid she's going to keep me awake all night. And I said, do you mind if we get two separate rooms? And that's, I was texting a fella, right, going, you're on this date. Yeah, well. Then, of course, you I, just CC'd me into that email. I, I would have wrote back there, like, no, I, actually, I don't snore. Brenda just thinks she's going to get lucky and she wants her own room. This is it, right? I'm such a knickers, right? Because I'd be shitting it. Then the people in reception would know what I'm getting up to. Like, I was thinking about that and on. I was like, if I bring a fella back, they'll be there going, look at this carry on here now with her. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking all this. I'm like a nun. Yeah, you Honestly, I over, I know, I'm, come here, if I, if overthinking was Olympic sport, I'd be bringing You'd, gold medals. Yeah, 100%. Always, always. Go on, what's your story? Any news? Uh, got a bra fitting anyways. We were saying the last week, went into Marks and Spencers and got a bra fitting. I will reveal the size later on. I put up a box getting people to guess what bra size it was. Never got more interaction in my life. Yeah. Like the engagement was sky high. And people, some people saying 32 double A, fucking cheek of you. I know the girls have gone down, but in fairness, and this bra I've on now is way too big because you're one of Marks and Spencers was trying to sell me the bra after, right? 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Would you know what I was doing then, right? I was working with a correspondent guy um, on a story and your one was so sound and I was going around with the bra and I was like, fuck, like I spend the 30 quid now on this and like I went in to do it for Instagram and I needed the yeah. bra fit and all that and I was like, what do I do? Because I feel bad and I'd be one of those dopes who would pay but your man starts ringing me mad, this fellow Greg yeah. and he was in a panic and of course I was like, Greg, Greg, can you hear me, Greg? And I was overdoing it then, you know, with yeah. the bra and I was kind of looking around your one was like, Greg, I've no reception here but Greg, are you okay? And like I left the bra and I just liked it. Like <laughs> Greg was like, are you alright? He goes, sorry about that. I tell you. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't tell poor Greg about the bra but that's what so, I thought it wasn't the last time I went up to Marks so I got my, oh my measurements gosh. and then ran up to Penny's and bought this, this is what I was going doing because yeah. pri- Primark Primark, oh, oh, Primark sorry over our English listeners Primark yeah so then I just legged it and it was a grand old bra to be honest but you know what it was a sports bra she was giving me and I liked the old Nike sports bra I like a branded sports bra I don't want a Mimines sports bra so you didn't go to Penny's so to get your Nike you weren't to a sports no 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 I was the kind of sexy lacy ones she actually told me padded wouldn't suit me yeah, I like the, way the padded. Yeah, I like the way. But then, if I'm not padded, I've got nothing at all. This one now you could wear as a hat, like the cup and the ones <laughs> I've on now. You could put this on as a hat. Yeah, this <laughs> would fit. Air too. If you put my bra now on Aaron Rose's head and Fionn's head, it would cover the two in the rain. 
<laughs> Seriously, this is how big this one is. But anyway, the big anticipation of what bra size was Brenda Dennehy and age. What do you think I am, Jewel? 32 uh... Do you think I'm an A? Yeah. I'm actually a B. How dare you? Who dare you? Are you a B? Yeah, Rochelle inside Max Spencer's told me I'm a B. Yeah, but that's your cup then, yeah. Yeah, my cup. cup. But, but then I was, I was 36. <laughs> so I lost four inches around my back. That's from tearing those roads now around London running. Oh, so I've gone on four yeah? inches, oh, yeah. Perfect, never. Did I tell you I was running? Oh, no. I actually put up in the box for the crack. Can you remember where you got your first bra? Actually, there was a message from one guy saying he was going up top. What do you say? Top up. What do you say when you're going up top again? What do you guys say? In the city. When I say going up top, top. the fellas topped. Yeah. I would always say going up top. So he was going up top on a girl and obviously it looked like she was fuller than she was. But then he went up top and didn't the chicken fill a fall out? Oh Christ! No, like, not a one you get. No one central like. Yeah, <laughs> a raw chicken fillet. That it's a chicken. Lot, I'd say. Yeah, a lot. But another girl telling me actually, do you ever put socks on yours? You have no, no problem with yours. Socks. She put down socks down a bra. I wore. The, I did the two bra thing. I've said that before. Yeah. Probably chance three at one stage. But she put tissue down her bra. But I just don't understand why these girls don't get the maximize your assets. Just some. Give you some time. Well, you maybe you can't get the pennies, and you're going out, yeah, and you want to look true. like you. Set of good, like big girls. Big girls, yeah. You know? True. So one of your responses was, my friend got a bra in sixth class and I begged my mother for one even though I didn't need it. 28A is what I was. I couldn't wait for it to be seen through my top. What the fuck? I hate wearing them yeah. now, girls. Yeah, it's not weird. I couldn't wait for my period. No. Oh, no, you Redness. serious? Yeah. Why couldn't you wait for that? Just to feel old. Oh my God. And when I got mine, I never forget it. It was shit not telling my mother. I was, I told my aunt. Oh my God. Breath. It's, we, oh, we love to get girls to message in yeah. about that as well. The next podcast. Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking like what was happening me is in, I felt right that she was going to go mad to me or something. But did you get the talk in school? We barely got talk. We know we just got the all television put out. We got a television. And the laughing, the laughing and all that kind of stuff. And you see, you'd have the boys then. See, the boys at that stage would have had the wet dreams and stuff, wouldn't they? I didn't have boys in my class, never Oh, Oh, were you girls school? Oh, girls, Oh, yeah. we had four boys in my national school. Four in the whole school? Oh, no, in my class. We had 12 only in my primary school. There's 12, 12 class. eight girls and four boys. Oh, so girl. there was uh, two girls for every boy. Oh, happy They had a grand time. Yeah. But yeah, so the boys, boys, I suppose, they were doing all sorts at that age, you know what I mean? But as a woman, then I felt like I'd done something wrong when I got mine. I remember being so frightened to tell her and she was like, Grant. It's grand. Jesus happens, Christ. Happens so actually the next podcast we'll talk about first we'll period. talk about your first period and all that and what and then some people get them very young. What age were you? I think it was about eleven or twelve. Yeah, I was eleven or twelve as well. But some people get them very young. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, then some people are late developers in the boobies as well. Another one here. I brought my younger sister for her first fitting. She was mortified. The lady told her she was a 32A and her face went all red. And she said, it's so embarrassing. I said, no, Claire, what's embarrassing is being 13 years older than you. And I'm still an A cup. We still laugh because at one stage she got up to an E cup and I'm still waiting for puberty to hit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, go on, Claire, girl. And the last response then was Not my first bra But one Christmas My older sister put voucher She got me in a wonder bra box All wrapped up So lovely She waited until my brother's friend Next door neighbour Was in the house And got me to open it in front of them Only a teenager at the time I was 
absolutely so embarrassed. Mortified. Mart- back then, see, you would be embarrassed. It would be embarrassing, uh, yeah. boy senior bra, like. Oh, yeah. Really embarrassing. So that was that, Scott. And then in the middle of it, oh my God, I won 30 quid on the Bally Desmond J Lotto. See that. Very efficient. And all anyone did my reply was no you can play off your very account no you can play off your very account right Yeah. and I was like I actually paid 25 quid but during the week I was getting phone calls it was an 01 number right Mm. and I was thinking again was it like RT ringing me you're through to the very group (gasps) just before we start we need to know who you are do you know well who I am this is them ringing me very ringing me looking for more money Voicemails. Try and thinking Joe Duffy's ringing me for Liveline. The old one number. That's fucking very. Did they get out at the end? Well, they keep ringing me. I've paid 25. They must be looking for the other 25. But I don't have it. I panicked as well during the week and I actually paid 50 euro and I bounced back. I bounced back. <laughs> you run my account properly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, that was the crack. Actually, walking here earlier, it was lashing rain and yeah. we stayed in a hotel last night. Myself and the twins and I had to park on like a car park and it was across the road from the hotel yeah I was running over there and it was raining and I was trying to catch the twins hands and I was kind of looking around the place and this taxi man pulled up and he says are you alright I says yeah yeah and he's like you look like you're lost you need a hand are you alright and I was like she nearly oh no you know the kind of elderly man lo- oh, like God, love him. Trim, just pulled up onto the step like you know mounted what the car nice man. and he's like you are right there because I was holding the twins I was trying to pull the suitcase behind yeah. me had their backpacks had their iPads in my hands trying to grab the lashing rain and yeah a Dublin, That's Dublin nice. taxi man yeah nice. taxi man driver like nice little gestures so nice So and you know that he'll be going home thinking about oh she was so thankful to me and you'll be thinking so about him after thankful. Yeah. yeah, that was like me and the delivery driver woman last night. Yeah. I was telling you about the Morrison's delivery, like Morrison's like Tesco and all that. A woman came at my um, groceries, which it's never a woman. It's always a man. man yeah. And she brought them up to my flat outside my flat. And like Diana was her name. And like I got so emotional. It was a woman and she'd gone to the effort and we hugged and everything in the hallway. <laughs> I was like putting my arm around Diana. And like, I just, how did you know her name? Did you because they her? tell you, give a text. Diana will be there. Ali yeah. will be there. Pablo will yeah, be there. And yeah. then I saw Diana and I was like, Diana, a yeah. Woman, yeah. but I gave her a hug and everything. Going to get on to her manager. But last night when I got home, I finished around nine. Around nine o'clock, right? Beep the buzzer and the buzzer's fucking loud in my place now. And I said it was another woman. I wasn't expecting anything right, and she looked fairly offish. I was like, "It's the TV license they're on watch." And I put out my head out the window because I'm up the first floor, so they can never, they'll never be able to get in just outside my door. Yeah. So I'll always have the head out like I'm nearly onto the street. But no, it was another delivery, so it wasn't them. But I do have a letter. Go that on. I will open. I have a letter in my hand that I think is Friend from a letter in her hand. It's the uh, TV go. license. I think it is. It is the legal occupier. Flat B. I'm not going to give my address, but anyway, I have a. Fi- yeah, it is. It's TV license again. This is the first time I've opened it, so it's in red. Official notice from Oxford Enforcement Division. You are in breach of the Communications Act if you watch or record TV programs. As we still have no record of TV license distress, by law, we have no option but to continue with our investigation. You should now expect a visit from the Oxford enforcement officers. If enforcement officers find evidence of illegal TV viewing, you could be interviewed under caution in accordance with national criminal law, which could lead to prosecution. The maximum penalty is a criminal conviction, okay, and a £1,000 fine. What are you going to do? Are you going to pay it? I'd say I'll have to play it in bits and bobs. It's getting a bit serious. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, there's people calling. But how are they going to get in? I put the head out the window. I just say, do you have speak English. 
I have a telly, but like, I don't have to watch BBC and stuff on it like that. I only watch like Netflix, Netflix and all those bits, you know what I mean? So that's my bit of the news anyway. I will, I will have to get the listeners in to vote in. Should I pay it or not? Nobody in Ireland's paying it. Well, that that's situation that happened there and like sad to hear yeah. what happened Ryan Tuberty, you know, the latest news. Do you know what happened there? No. Oh, I Jesus, he's back. you're worse than my sister. Is he coming back? I thought he's come back in air. Oh, Julie, come here. Seriously. Stop, he's not coming back on air at all. Where were you the last 24 hours? I don't even live in this country and I know. Go on. It was on Sky then? News even. He's not going back. Could be in here now soon, the studio. Not our studio doing podcasts with us, like, but I'm saying. You might talk. be. Could be in with the two of us now. Talk about his brass eyes. You know? I think he's not bad, though. I'd Oh, for fuck's sake. He's very my type. Yeah. Pat Kenny's not bad either. I'd rather Pat Kenny. Would you rather Pat? Yeah. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Where's me now? He's, he works in this building. What does he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, so that was my week. I don't get it. You're going to have. Listen, we're in it together. You're going to have to pay your TV license. We're in it together. We're paying the very together. You're going to have to pay the TV license. Should mind keep sponsoring back? Oh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. it. Last week, both myself and Brenda were chatting about weighing ourselves and like how we're up and down at all different times of the days. So, a lovely loyal listener, Kara, emailed into us and she said, Hi, girls, regarding the scales. I stand on the scales every morning after the loop and before I eat. The reason I do this is to understand my weight more and come to terms with the fact that it goes up and down daily. But it's my overall weekly balance of weight that's important. It has totally changed and balanced my views on the scale and I no longer fear it. When I was weighing myself weekly or the odd day here and there, my views on it were different and distorted because I didn't understand those reasons behind day to day, like hormones, etc. that you mentioned last week. There was a time when I looked in the mirror and thought, okay, looking okay this morning. Then I would step on the scale and be up a pound. And my perception of what I looked like changed completely. I would think I looked heavier just because the scale said so. It's not for everyone, but it works for me now. Thanks, girls. Totally get that. Mm. Are you weighing yourself? No. You don't weigh yourself? I just had to weigh myself because with the running, I was after noticing... Because I was after putting on a stone very easily, I had said that very it crept up very easily. I put on weight very easily. I, I really do. I think that's always we're getting older, though. Well, I've always been one, and I know people are like, oh, you're slim. You don't like you've no idea how long it took to get off what this was that I put on during the nights and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't. I only weighed myself probably uh, two weeks ago just to check. Yeah. Because I was wondering, oh, what was I now? And I was like, oh, right, okay, that's down. I couldn't didn't realize it was actually a stone I was after losing. Did you lose a stone the last I lost weeks? a stone, yeah. That's after all your Yeah, but that just or... had to come off. It had to come off. But should you, like, I was going into Max Spencer's coming out with Percy Pigs. I couldn't go in and not get them. I whereas know. now I'm going and getting nuts. Yeah, okay. You know, and it's not that I won't eat the Percy Pigs. I had some Percy Pigs yesterday. But, you know, with the running and all that, I suppose you're kind of, you have to eat for the running. It's not that I'm starving myself or anything. But you, I suppose I'm... Eating out. more protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but more the, healthier. Yeah, but as I said last week, for me, if I was on the scales, it's mad. And if I saw that I was up... I'd binge then. I'd go wild. I'd be like, fuck this. And I'd yeah. eat more. And it's, it should be the other way around. You'd be like, I'm going to control myself now. And when you're down, you'd be like, oh, I won't eat that much there now and everything. It's a comfort know? thing. I find Isn't food, it? I turn to food for comfort. Yeah. Do you know, like that now if I stood on the scales and I seen I was up two pounds, instead of saying, oh my God, I have to like put up my socks here now with the diet or whatever. Yeah. I'd go into the fridge and open the fridge you and would? eat. Yeah. This is it. But I think then you'd see, I know some girls as well, like they weigh themselves every couple of hours and everything. I used to be like that as well. I stopped though. I do oh. have a weighing scales at home. 
home but like that now would be like maybe once a week once every fortnight and then actually years ago I would and this is, like, I will admit this because it might help someone else listening like I probably was um, you see I was years trying to fit with my body identity because yeah. I've been a size 6 and I've been a size 16 and then when you're going what actually you know to, what works for me like what works for you probably wouldn't work yeah, for me yeah but or I remember like, anywhere I'd go on holidays right uh, I remember being under 7 stone at one stage right I was yeah I was very skinny and I remember the first thing I wanted to do when I went on holidays was find a weighing scales to weigh myself when I landed over and you know it could be in Spain or somewhere and I'd be walking mad and everything I'd be eating and everything but it was like you know it just I was down to that size and I thought that was okay obviously when I look back I'm like that was not okay yeah. but disordered eating I would say probably but the first thing I'd do was find where the tobacco shop was and where yeah. was the weighing scales yeah, yeah. like that's terrible but no I wouldn't dream of it yeah that's interesting now isn't it yeah another thing that we were chatting about last week was having a favourite child I can't get over this I'm so innocent when it comes to this yeah I definitely said that my mum loves my brother and my poor old dad used to love yeah. me um, so we got loads of responses the first one here I see is my parents had a favourite and she never showed up to my father's funeral whoa yeah I have another one here. My eldest brother was mom's favourite growing up, but it's now me that we're older. Yeah, I think though, as I was growing up, I hated my mom. My mom fucking used to kill me, like, because I suppose, like, I was a hormonal teenager, like, you know, it's mm. hard fucking work. But now we're best friends. Oh, you're the best of friends. Best of friends. When I was 15, 16, I wouldn't go out for dinner with my mom if she paid me. And then. Would you when you were that age? Uh, I probably would have, but. I think when you get older you appreciate them more yeah you know and you could chat to them chat to them more like I would ring my mother every single day and people find that odd no I wouldn't at all you know I, a few people at work like did like we on the phone I'm like oh because see when I ring my mother I, I'm, I might be like hi girl and I'd be no. poor cork you know what I mean yeah. they're like who are you on the phone I was like my mother Yeah. and you know, they're like do you ring your mother every day I'm like every day I could not ring my mother every day some yeah. people find that odd no it's not one bit odd I'd be the same but yeah no definitely growing up I wouldn't be as half as close to my mum yeah. yeah and were you close to your dad when you were growing up I wouldn't be talking to him now about periods and boyfriends yeah, and you stuff wouldn't. like that you couldn't but, like, talk to your dad about periods head into the egg yeah you would like <laughs> the point you actually would the um, next one is the next one's very sad oh, I was always dad's favourite he passed away six years now and I can't bond with my mum yeah do you know what I kind of understand that as well because I feel like you're not no longer a child you're no longer a daughter I feel like now I'm nearly mothering my mum making sure like did you get the shopping in there mum what did you eat today do you know yeah they nearly become a child yeah do you know I feel like I'm not a daughter really I, do you know I probably sound so stupid now but like things change so much when you lose a parent your life just turns upside down and inside out you just all of a sudden start caring for the other parent like going on holidays and I'm like mum my dad's come along or if we went away for a weekend I'd be inviting my mum whilst before I probably wouldn't have as do you know because she had my dad yeah but um, yeah things really change Maria, the next one. For my 21st, I got a new knickers and a bra that didn't fit. My brother got her motorbike. Oh my God. And there are circumstances like that where someone will get something absolutely amazing, a car or something like that. Yeah. And then the other child will be given something else. Uh, another one here. My brother's name and birthday are all of my mom's passwords. Safe to say he's the favourite then. Oh, Password. wow. Yeah. Definitely the favourite. I was my parents' favourite until my brother arrived 14 years later. Fucking fuming. And there's one here, and I must ask you about this. I have a different favourite child each day, depending on who and I is the most, me the most. Can you say, have you a favourite in Fiona and Rose? In their little qualities, the little things that they do, like, oh, no, I wouldn't have a favourite at all. Do you think you'd ever have a favourite? No. I don't think you could with twins. No. 
No. I don't know why, but it just makes me uncomfortable hearing someone... Fa- so that's the family I grew up in, that there was no favourites. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Actually, it's funny because with the two dogs at home, if someone said that Jake was their favourite, me and my sister would be so insulted. Because of... You know, we'd yeah. be like, how dare you, Winston's there. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. Or they might say, I prefer Winston over Jake. We'd be like, don't leave Jake but here. hardly that. somebody we- would say that, would they? Well, they might, yeah. we get very odd then over the dogs. Yeah. Just you know, or dog someone, mom. We'll say, yeah, or do you know if they, if my nieces and nephews were at home in Valley Desmond, we usually have to put the two dogs outside. And obviously me and my sister have no kids, but if we were at home, because we we'd be very cautious around, yeah. you know, children and dogs, still even though they're great dogs. Yeah. But then Jake and Winston would be outside and me and my sister would be like, dogs are outside now. Oh, because look at the poor dogs. Yeah. Put the, you know? the nieces out the back. You know what I mean? Look at the poor dogs. I'd be like, look at the poor dogs, Julie. Yeah, two, yeah. two outside, you yeah. know. So, yeah, it's wild what goes on in families, isn't it? Oh, come here, top of yeah. families. I put up a question box last night and it was like, leave me know if you're married or maybe have a long term partner and you feel extremely lonely. Maybe comes in from work or she comes in from work and just knows in the phone or maybe goes up to the spare room and just goes on PlayStation or whatever. The amount of messages I I'm got not in. surprised. It's actually frightening. It's so flooded. So flooded. Well, I never ever got so many messages. So I'm going to read out some of them there as well. Yeah, please. go for it. Hi, girls. Love the podcast. So I'm in my mid 30s, still live with my parents with my child. Father of the child thinks we are in a relationship, but he has a funny way of showing it. Can go over two weeks without seeing our child. And when he comes to see him, he sits on his ass and does absolutely nothing bar have his nose stuck in the phone he literally has never done anything to help me with our child I feel stuck because my parents would be very old school and think because we have a child we have to stay together I can't afford to get my own place and it's really really bringing me down girls I can't love a man who takes me for granted and doesn't bother to look after his child. Yes, he gives me money, but sure, what good is that when I'm stressed to the eyeballs, working a full-time job and then another full-time job at home raising our young child? Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? So fucking sad like that. He just, like, he he just calls in whenever he wants and then when he is there, he barely looks at the child and just sits there. Part-time dad. Not even part-time dad, just a passerby. And the fact that they're still together... It's hard, like, and she just feels stuck then because, as she said, her parents are, are old school. Yeah, I think there's so many, um, from the reaction that you got in your page, there's so many people who are just feel stuck yeah. and lonely, just for, have for the sake of it, just to even say that they're in a relationship with someone, you know, for the sake of the kids and stuff like that. Yeah, so for, the, top of, for the sake of the kids, I got another one here. Hi girls, love the pod. I married to my husband five years, together since we're 17 and we're now 34. We have three children, but the last four or five years it has been a loveless marriage we don't sleep together or talk about things we just live in the same house raising kids we have never had a proper conversation to say we're over but we both don't want to leave over the kids and not wanting to upheave their lives if I had no kids there would be no question I would be gone in the morning but feel I am stuck until my kids are at least adults I grew up in a one parent house and I don't want that for my kids but at the same time my 10 year old daughter asked me the other day do me and their dad love each other because we don't act like people who do and it breaks my heart girls oh that's terrible yeah what do you think you would do you say you know that you have the twins there now and if you were with well, do you want to say their father or else another guy well just say yeah playing a stepped yeah. up dad or well whatever. not even a stepped up dad I suppose if it was their father or whatever and things were different and you know would you and you just wanted things to be okay would you stay in it for the sake no, of it or would you be I gone? walked I, yeah. I walked it was so hard yeah. to walk like it was 
probably the hardest thing I ever done pack a bag and just walk out of that house I'll never ever forget it but now looking back I'm like I done the right thing you did the right thing and what do you think was stepped up dad no would, what would you do the same would you just say oh look I've got a guy there now and he's you know their stepdad and you know it's and if things are a fella I've a fella no but it's just not really working out but it all looks hunky dory on the outside and the kids like him what would you do and if it wasn't work I'd walk as well yeah I think you'd have to f- and I know it's easier said than done yeah and especially when there's kids but I would I would want my Aaron Rose to look up and be like this is how a man should treat a woman or if you want to look up like this is how you know like yeah. no I would definitely go I'd walk yeah and I know it's easier said than done and there's a lot of women that had messaged and said you know I feel stuck and I did feel stuck as well but one evening I remember I just packed three bar bags and I walked out and looking back at the time I was like oh my god did I do the right thing but it does take time and you yeah. look back like Jesus Christ that was the best thing I ever done for me and the kids do you know so um, yeah definitely and, and it is easier said than done of course uh, there's one here. I'm married 13 years and I have a four-year-old. He works 16-hour shifts, so all we do is go to bed together. At the weekend, he just sits watching TV or on his phone. The odd time, he'll play with the little one. Live an hour from friends and family, so I might be married but still feel very alone. Yeah. See, not as all rosy, just because you've got the house, the mortgage, the kids. What's inside in the house then is... It, what happens you know, it's behind the same closed picture. doors, Yeah, eh? it's very true. I think as well, once kids come along, it's just so hard to find time for each other. Yeah, there's another one here. My partner is training to be a surgeon and it's so lonely. He's great when we're together, but has to put so much time into work, being on call, training and exams. And to top it off, he gets moved around by the HSE every six months, so I don't even have time to settle somewhere, really. Or get into a routine. That's hard as well because you're going around having to make friends and new communities. That's very tough. And there's no kids there, is there? I think he's just training to be a surgeon. Just tra- yeah, just training to be a Would surgeon. Would you stay with him if he was like career driven now and you had to kind of upheave your lives every six months and... Oh, Ooh. see, I, then I'd be on the other side of the going, well, I'm staying here because this is my career. I'd yeah. be a bit like that because why I'm not bothered about me, genuinely, no, I know people probably think even from last week's podcast about after your man walking out and me, you know, like I, I've no intention genuinely of settling down with anyone and like I'm moving on. But the reason I'm not ready to settle down or I've no thoughts about getting engaged because I'm moving on at my career. In, You're more career driven. I'm yeah. in a different world altogether in a year's time in my career. Yeah. So I don't want to settle down with anyone. So if I met a guy and he was like, oh, to move around the world there well I'd be like well I'm doing my career as well so off with you off with you you know the right man will you know I'm all about timing law of attraction and all that so off with him off with him off with him I know a lot of farmer wives would relate to this one hi girls my fella is always working he has a full time job and helping his dad with the farm when he's finished work he's gone at 5.30am and never home before 9 o'clock at night by the time he's home has his dinner and a shower I'm already asleep he works all day Saturday on the farm farm as well so Sunday is the only day we see him if the farm isn't too busy summer is worse he takes holidays out of his full time job to do silage which means he's gone early and not home till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning we don't get holidays together because he uses them all doing silage I work part time and have a little boy who is a lot of work feeds like I'm completely on my own it's so lonely have one close friend that I rarely see because she is very busy and I never have anyone to mind my child anytime I bring it up to my fella he says well I'm trying to make money so we will be able to build a house girls money isn't everything I'm absolutely yeah totally get it there yeah yeah yeah, she said she was crying writing that message, which is hard because I get what he's doing. In fairness, he's a grafter, he's out working, he's trying to, you know, save all the money so they can build a house. But then she's stuck at home then on her own. Yeah, like. very lonely. Very Especially lonely. genuinely now during the silage days. You don't see anyone. I know. 
Don't see anyone to silage days. A lot of my friends, they're married to silage men. Yeah. The summer you don't see them. You don't see them. It's silage. They're picking silage over sex. That's a fact. <laughs> no, it is. They're actually silage over sex. You don't see them. I've been at my friends' houses. They don't come home till half two. They're actually like nearly having an affair with the bales, eh? Yeah. I'm telling you. And I wonder, did she know how much of a grafter he was before yeah. they actually got married? Because there was things that we learned. Like my mom used to always say, Oh, marry him. He's a different story. He's a different man altogether. Mm. Um, so I, again, I asked on my Instagram last night about things you learned about your husband or wife or a long-term partner after years of spending with them. And these are some of the responses we got. This one, no. I had to look at this twice before I read it. My husband had an affair with my best friend. She stood beside me at the altar. The loneliness is horrible and I don't know who I can trust. Finally joined a dating app and have my first date in 25 years on Ooh. Sunday. Wish me luck. Best of luck. Isn't that, but like, isn't that, is that some neck? Best friend having an affair with your... Maid of honour. Yeah. So she was the maid of honour and he, she went on with... Yeah. Like I heard a story and it, do you know, it was, it was a guy at the wedding who was actually at it, but basically the, they got married, whatever, and then the maid of honour and the groom were up and at it. They were at it. That was just them, was that? No, but that wasn't at the wedding. This was at the wedding. And I was like, go away, you're telling me lies. He was yeah. like, no, I'm serious. It was da-da-da, da-da-da. Oh. And then they're all over now. It's all over. The marriage is all over. I would, like, what would you do? At what the wedding. What would you do if you were the bride at, and you're made of the wedding. Imagine. If that was me, I'd be like, listen, I'm so embarrassed. You've actually made a holy show of me. I don't care. Like, it is what it is. Drive it's finished. On. Yeah, but again, it's I couldn't be a doormat. Of course. Absolutely. No, absolutely. 19 years married, girls, with kids, found out he had an affair with my sister-in-law during early years of our marriage. And I asked her, I said, what sister-in-law was that? Like, and she was like, so... It was her, the one that messaged in, her brother's wife. Oh, God. Yeah. And did the brother know? She never said. And then we see the thing is, would you tell them then? Do you know? Because you're ruining another family then. And it's all in-house, like. All in-house. So what would you do? Oh, my God. Like, isn't that just awful, like. The stuff that goes on. But again, like, this isn't descenders. Like, this is real life. Oh, what? Shouldn't have said descenders. Carnation Street. We're changing it to Carnation Street. My best friend found out her husband was a cross-dresser when she moved in with him. I've heard stories like that. Katie Price's fella Alex Reed was doing that. Yeah. That's fact. Yeah. Yeah. I, How would you, you take to that? No, I'd be gone. How would you take to fella putting on makeup? No. Even getting the eyebrows trimmed. I'm like, no. Not yeah. trimmed. I wouldn't mind trimmed. Sorry, I'm lying there like waxed, like shaped. Yeah. Because uh, I was watching something there and it was Vanderpump Rules, actually. And your man and the woman, she was like, hey, you've got my concealer, Jax. And he was, your man had her concealer. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But it's funny because the other was her fella? Yes, yeah, her fella. Oh, God. But you see, it's funny then because I'd see some of the TV presenters going around with makeup on and I'm like... See, I... Oh, for TV, I know, but like... Yeah, TV grand. I know, but then it's just kind of like... I don't know, I don't know, but I'd be too bad about it. A fella um, wearing makeup. Oh, no I was way. in Brown Thomas there on the bag for Tom Four Testers. I made up an all fib there. I was like, I'm, I'm buying a big bottle for my mother. I want to know which one she likes. Is that so what I you got them, yeah, it was late. And I'm um, seeing a lad there getting his makeup done. He looks stunning, actually. So oh, they're gorgeous. But like, I know. Gorgeous, but... I would not like my fella. Do you know, actually, do you know, actually, my he listens to the podcast and he puts on Vaseline on his lips a lot. Who? It's my friend. It's like he's putting on lipstick sometimes and I'm looking at him and I'm like, what's going on there? He put on Vaseline. Yeah, no. No wonder we're single. I know, aren't we? Jesus. Anyway, I've got a funny one to finish on that now. 
I was bridesmaid for my sister and accidentally signed the license in the wrong place and was married to the best man for six months without knowing it. Cheaper. Yeah. She obviously got an um, annulment. I'm shocked. Do you know what that is? Shocked. Shocked. We should get Julie actually a mug with I'm shocked on it. For any of the new listeners, Julie's spellings, she just... Can't spell, basically. She's just... Listen, I'm not, no Einstein myself, but Julie just doesn't the best with spellings. And one time on her Instagram, she put up something like she was being so dramatic. And she'd write, I'm sh-, instead of I'm shocked, she had I'm shocked. <laughs> so anytime we now say shocked, we always go, I'm shocked. shocked. I'm shocked. We'd be saying, I'm shocked. Like, shocked. shocked. So I think we should get you a mug saying I'm shocked. And what I love as well in this part of the podcast Julie has five year old twins Fionn and Aaron Rose so we have a little game for are you smarter than your five year olds so it's like five general knowledge questions that like we'll say a seven or well a five year old should be able to answer okay so from first of all I have to laugh because in one of your ads this week yeah you were doing an ad for a lovely company and you said like for an ad no in fairness you know being professional and everything and that's a really good brand Montgomery what is it again Lifestyle Yeah like so I know The guy he's married to Is actually from where I'm from So I know him from old But anyway You were, you were promoting face clots <laughs> But she spelled clots Clot So she'd be promoting <laughs> face clots So it was like A blood clot I couldn't <laughs> I was like No 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 And you know what as well Do you know for You had relationship I can't believe What you put relationship into You actually sent it into the group as well you were like, what about your relationships issues? Jesus, I'll actually give you the screenshot and spell it out. Or WhatsApp group, the podcast group. I'll, I'll give you a screenshot and I'll get you to read it out to the listeners. But your quiz first. We're going to start with a spelling. On the bonus episode last week, you couldn't spell hypocritical. This week, you're going to spell it on the main episode. Spell hypocritical. Question number one. H-Y-P-R-O-C. No. Hypocritical. H-Y-P-R-A-C. C No H-Y-P-R I don't know I'm gone Say the word Hypocritical Say it again Hypocritical H-Y-P-O-C-R-I-T-I-C-A-L Yeah I wouldn't have got that Okay What is the biggest lake in Ireland? Derg Loch (laughs) Is there a lake Derg? There is Loch Derg Yeah As Brown Thomas also opened their Christmas store this week Which is absolutely feckin' ridiculous how many reindeers does Santa have? You should know this because well, you're near. No, no, <laughs> no. Nine. <laughs> and I was actually going to get you to name one of them, but you'll only know one. Dasher. Yeah. Prancer. Yeah. Rudolph. Yeah. Dancer. No. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Dancer. Vixen. Yeah. You're going well. Um. Give me one of the letters. C. It's in the sky. Cruiser. No <laughs> In the sky Circuit Circuit Sky <laughs> Comet Comet Another yeah. C He's a fella with an arrow And not much You don't get much of it Come <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god You're dirty young No Cupid Love Oh yeah Cupid Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus Right, okay, I'll real name them out so it's nine. It's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen and Rudolph. There we go. Right, okay. And as Alan Clark is our special guest on our podcast show, which is live next week, we cannot wait. What colour is the Mayo jersey? Yellow, blue. No, No, that's Tipperary. Green. Yes. Green. And? White. No. 
Green and white is Limerick. Um, green and yellow? No. Clary. One more guess. You've gotten none so far. This is disgraceful. Um, green and red. Yes! Yay! One out of five. Okay. Your last one. Who invented the Dyson? Oh, John Dyson. You were kind of near. It's James Dyson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought no, you'd trick one with that. Okay, and what I'm going to do for special, I'm going to get you to read out how you spelt relationship, okay? Can you read that out there for the listeners? Okay, how I spelt relationship on my story yesterday was R-E-A-L-S-O-N-S-H-I-P. I've no words. (laughs) I've really... It's so... It's real real sonship. So that's going to be your word for next week. I practice that one so I'll make. So you'll be saying. You could ask me that. You'll be asking fellas, and I know you in a real sonship. <laughs> I'm not looking for a real sonship. When was your last real when, sonship? When, when was your last real sonship? How long was your real sonship? Yeah. Be fella, no one, you like, I haven't been in, in a real sonship. No one, like, four years or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, God. Right. And just to finish up this episode, as you know, every week we chat about our icks. My ick this week is. Really tight car spaces. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was in one yesterday and I mean when I say it was tiny. Was it a multi-story? Yeah, and I actually couldn't get out of my driver's door so I had to climb back into the back and get out the back door. Oh, no. Yeah, that's how tight they were. Extremely tight. Oh, no. Yeah. Could you drive it out after then? I reversed it in. Some I driver. always reverse in as well, Jewel. Yeah, it's yeah. easier to reverse in. I never drive in. I remember before I parked in Paul Street in Cork and I wasn't driving that long and I couldn't get it out so I had to get some random man to... To help right. to yeah. do. And he was yeah. driving down, yeah. <laughs> he could have fled, he couldn't have done Patrick. Yeah, but I know. Look, yeah, Sorry, I right, did. Patrick I was nearly crying because I was like, oh my God, I don't know whose car it was, but I'm going to be killed, I'm going to be killed, I'm going to be killed. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to scrape it. And I was like, will I just tear it? And then I was like, no, I'll just ask your man, he did it for It's me. the feckin' pillars in the car. Yeah. Very oh nice. my God. Yeah, and you have yeah. a big Jeep. I have the Jeep, yeah. Julie's Jeep. Julie the Jeep. Julie Jeep. Julie Jeep. Go on, what's yours? My one is, when I was coming back on the train last week, actually, from here, there was a girl and she was on loudspeaker on the phone. But the roaring she was doing now. You know, she was just behind me and she was on the phone loudspeaker. There was no need. So she was chatting to somebody chatting on the phone. Chatting to some lad, yeah. She's all right, you know what I mean, darling, and all this kind of stuff, you know. And I was on loudspeaker. He was on loudspeaker. Yeah. And, you know, I was coming back and I was tired and stuff like that. And look, I had to do like a 12 mile run the next oh, morning. So 13 miles that. tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, do you know what I did? Do you know what I feckin' did? I was like, right, two can play that game. Because I was going to go, do you mind putting that down? I didn't want to be one of them. I put on my own Instagram, put it up loud, and it was actually Sandra Murphy's story. She was yeah. chatting away about something, and your one behind me couldn't hear your man, your man anymore. Yeah. And she's like, I can't hear you. Uh, and of course, I was there playing Sandra knowing well. So then I'm she weren't long putting it. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like that. I'd be a bit petty like that. Petty yeah. out. Another one that came in from one of our listeners is the monkey covering his eyes emoji. I love that. Little I don't mind that one. I like him as well. Don't mind him. I don't mind that one at all. Anklet socks. See, it depends if it's a man or a woman. Yeah, I don't mind them on a girl, but not a fella. Oh, this one, this one, no. Oh, if I see anyone passing the street doing this to me, I actually say to them, that's sick. Spitting out the car window. Yeah, rotten. Spitting in general, just rotten. It's just, keep it fecking in. There's no need for it 
Um, no need. A fella tying a jumper around their waist. I don't mind that. No, I wouldn't like that now either. Do you like it around their neck? Oh, no. Yeah, no, you're not able to. You would like that. I'd be kind of into that now. You'd be into that. I wouldn't mind a bit of that. No, I wouldn't then. No, just hold it. I, I wouldn't mind that. A stink of stale coffee and stale fags off someone's bread. Have you ever shifted a lad and he's got taste of fags off him? Yeah, I don't mind that. Do you not mind that? No. I love the smell of cigarettes still even I as a like, smoker. Yeah, I love the smell Have of you smoked, no? Yeah, I did smoke. I smoked. Can I imagine years. you with a yeah. cigarette? Do you have a cigarette in the night out? Ten jam bread balloon and nine. You'd be a jam player, yeah. yeah. Or uh, major. Or Benson's. Benson's, yeah. No, you Benson head, all right. No, I wouldn't smoke. It on anymore, no. Yeah, she said two guys used to hop on my bus to Dublin every morning, 90 minute journey. Stinky of stale coffee and stale fags. Yeah, I know what you mean. Absolute catch, she says. Yeah, I don't like that either. No. <laughs> this girl, oh my god, I can relate to this. I gave myself the ick having my mum as my emergency contact. Girls, I'm 34. Who do the other single people put down? I'm my mother's mine as well. My mother's mine as well. My mother's mine. Yeah, Proud same, of it. She's same. on my passport and all. Yeah, same hair, same hair, girl. So it's not a nick. It's, it's not a nick. You know what? You have your mother on its privilege. Yeah, exactly. And then there's another one. When the woman is taller than the man in a couple. No, that would bother me. Would you go out with a smaller fella? I tell you, there's a lad doing, doing rounds around the office and I tell you, he's a few foot smaller than me but the all arrogance I'm turned on by. Do you like a smaller fella, so yeah? Not technically. I like them tall, but the swagger. Oh, I've yeah. kind of, I've, my taste is going very subjective. Do you know what that? <laughs> it's changing, like. Do you know the typical old man I'd yeah. been to before? I'd be honest with you, like before now, I don't want to be an Irish lad there now, but any kind of... Anything goes, anything goes there now. <laughs> Going out to our night down Edgware Road, it's where all the Arabs are in London. Oh, I like the Arabs, me. Do you like I, the Arabs? I'm Arab mad Arab. for the Arabs. I'm mad What's for the Arabs. What do you like about them? I'm so drawn to them. It's like, do you know when at first, actually, when I went to Abu Dhabi first to see my sister? Mm. And they're all wearing the kanduras, you know, the long, yeah. like the dress. They're like, yeah. you know, I was like, God, I, couldn't, I wouldn't be into fella like that at all. But I tell you, being over and back a few times, I'd be wanting a bit of that. What's under that? I'd be kind of, <laughs> yeah. What's under oh, that? Oh, yeah, I'd be any kind of, yeah, anything goes now. I haven't gone there yet. Oh, not but yet. But I might be going there soon. Tomorrow night, even. We'll see down the Edgeware Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, actually, talk about Dubai and stuff. I was over at Spike Island during the week. With oh, the how friends. did you get on? Brilliant. Very good. good. And as I was out on the island, this woman came up from behind and she was like, Julie, I have to stop. You have to stop. And I was like, yeah, you're right. She was like, I'm actually over from Dubai. She was like, I live over there with my no partner. Way. They have three kids and everything. Yeah, the three kids were with them. And she says, yourself and Brenda keeps me going. Oh my yeah, God. Island. Yeah, it was lovely. And then yesterday I was in Pennies with the twins and this girl tapped me in the shoulder. She's like, I have to say hello. She got a selfie as well. And she's like, I'm home from Dubai. She's teaching out there. She's like, yourself and Brenda's podcast. Stop, like, the worst. Yeah, she said, I'm home I'm the last weak. month. She's gone home on Tuesday. And she says, my biggest regret is that I didn't I didn't know about your podcast. Been live. Oh my she's God. like, I'm going to book to longer. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. two girls from Dubai That's in amazing. one week. Isn't that weird? And I have people in London wanting a show in London. That'll tell oh, you. Oh, we could be. I know. Yeah, we're going to keep this in the podcast. No praising ourselves, even though we were going on about this, giving ourselves the ache. But you know what? It gives us a chance before we finish up to thank all the listeners so far. Yeah, sure, and, we're nearly sold out. And like, we're nearly sold out yeah. in the show. But even thank people at all for the podcast, the love of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, yeah, just to fucking listen to both myself and Brian. Yeah, ranting like, on. Yeah, and like, it's not like, it's not a job. Like, we do this for... I don't know. I just keep you all. Just keep you going. Keep you all going. But I think yeah. that's what it is as well. Like I had a girl message me and she says she's insomnia and she can't sleep. And she couldn't wait till Monday for a podcast with my help her sleep. And then we have Thursdays as well, which you is know fabulous. on Thursday. Yes, the bonus episode and the live show. If you haven't bought your ticket, 
What like shame on you? Buy your ticket. We still have like I think it's like fifty tickets or so. It's going to be less by the yeah. time Monday comes. Yeah. Opera House site. We'll leave a link for it on the show notes. So yeah, that's it for this week. This is a lively one, a good it one. Was it was and please subscribe and like because as I said, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we, there's a lot of effort that goes into it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So for me, Brenda D and me, Julie Haynes. Thanks <laughs> I everyone. thought you were going to see Julie H. Julie H. J H. J H. Over and out. Over and out. Bye.